UFC flyweight contender, Jessica I. Thank you so much for coming on. How is your life right now with all this stuff going on in the streets of the United States? Um, well, I'm trying to do my best to just like not get a negative mind, you know, mindset. You know, it's really sad what's going on. And I, I wish people were handled controversy a little bit better. Um, so I'm just trying to staying out of harm's way and just staying at home and just really focusing on training. I feel like quarantine for me has kind of been like a training camp because I've just been home and not really doing much. <laughs> yeah, you got to stay out of the stay out of trouble. You know, a lot of people are out there getting in trouble. So, you know, it's the best thing to do is be in camp, I guess, for fighters. Right. It really is. All right, let's talk about UFC 245. You went out there. You had an excellent performance. Uh, beforehand, some backlash, you know what I mean, because of the missed weight. And, and you were also coming off uh, the title fight. Um, were you able to utilize that energy, the pressure that you're, you know, that people are putting on you to go out there and, and perform? Or was it something that wasn't even in your mind? Um, you know, I mean, it was there. Even if I try to say a little bit that it wasn't, I think that it always is. You know, I'm always trying to be better than my last self. I'm always trying to be better than the last fight that I performed. Um, you know, obviously coming off of a big loss like that, you know, it's, you know, everybody says it's so hard to come back. I, I thought it was the best reason to come back, you know, the best reason to put, you know, 10 toes on the ground and, and really show how, how great I really am. So that was, um, I don't know, I just use that as a motivation. It's really hard to keep me down. Um, especially like when the people that I surround myself with are my supporters. So it's hard to like hear the nonsense on the outside. With the lockdown, you know, there was a few weeks there where you didn't, you couldn't really do anything. And you've been very open about the injuries. And, and I think you had the, the elbow surgery, but I wanted to focus on your back because I felt like that has, you know, impaired you the most for the past mm -hmm. couple of years. <laughs> How, did you get to, um, did you get to relax more with the lockdown and, and get, get your back, you know, the best you can be? Yeah. So, I mean, really moving to the UFCPI since, you know, day one of getting there, my back was, you know, a struggle and it has been for so long and really treating it the way that it should be and, and actually going through a therapy process. So post um, last June, um, since, you know, the knockout, we, we went into like aggressive back therapy that um, my elbow had been like kind of the secondary to my back that had been causing me a lot of problems. So once we tackled that, you know, we went into the fight. We knew that my elbow wasn't great. Um, it gave me a lot of problems during the training camp. Um, so it was perfect timing. Like, hey, we got our back under control. We know how to maintain this injury. You know, I've, I have, you know, injuries that aren't going to go away. I have disc herniation, spinal stenosis and you know bulging discs they're just it's not going to go away no matter how much therapy i do it's about managing it properly mm -hmm. so we've got a good system for that and then the elbow surgery was kind of crazy like i had finished therapy basically and was released back the same week that we went into quarantine to full mma training uh -huh. so um i just utilized that time to to be able to go into like um i got the gym mats at my house so i mm -hmm. i went right into training even more you know what I mean because I had already taken that time off the mats since you know December since the fight so December and January I wasn't on the mats at all I wasn't training MMA I was just doing anything that was like fitness related so when you did get back to training how did it feel for the first couple of weeks it must have been kind of awkward right 
Yeah, I mean, not really awkward is, I don't know if that's the word for it, but mm -hmm. like almost like it, I was excited. I, I was excited to get back to training. I felt like I was ready to to try new things. I felt like my mind was fresh. I felt like I wasn't, um, I didn't feel rushed. Um, and then as well as like, you know, being in the quarantine time, it was like super awesome because I didn't feel rushed with my training. All I had to do was walk out to my garage. I have a full matted, you know, wall pads and, you know, floor pads. And, you know, now I have a sauna. So it's like, I have my own little setup. So it was like really cool. You know, like it was like easy to go in my own garage and learn. And there wasn't any pressure. Um, you know, and I also live with my brother and my Brazilian jiu-jitsu coach. So I had training partners and people around at all times. So your brother's a fighter too? Yeah, he's an amateur fighter. Um, he's 4-0 now as an amateur fighter. And he fought, you know, um, he's boxed and everything like that too. So we're, we're a fighting family. All right, it's in the blood. Uh, now yeah. <laughs> let's move on to the, the fight that you got coming up with uh, Cynthia Calvillo. You know, this fight was put together rather quickly. Do you like this new version of the UFC? It seems like they're putting together fights like a couple weeks out. Yeah, I mean, I feel like as like, um, if, if I'm looking back as a fan, like just sit back and be entertained. Like mm -hmm. just let everyone else do their jobs and, you know, don't don't worry about having too much in an opinion. Just, just enjoy the training and or enjoy the fights that are going on and the matchups that they're making like these guys like they're making exciting matchups there hasn't been one fight that we haven't enjoyed regardless if we didn't agree on the matchup they've all been great yeah um cynthia you know is there anything unique about her skill set that stands out to you um i just i i love her gaming personality you know what i mean like she's a gamer she wants to fight like she wants to to make it a fight and i can relate to that you know i have that dirty boxing style and that aggressive style so i think that that's a matchup everyone should be excited about the coronavirus has slowed everything down and you know fights are being put together quickly D is there a different mentality during this period compared to like previous fights i can't say for me i don't know how it is mm -hmm. for everybody else like for me i i like everything's been as normal almost i feel like i've been in training camp like I feel like since March 15th, when the PI closed and the gym shut down for us, like, I feel like I've been in camp since then. And it's like, finally, June's here, like, <laughs> camp's over with. So in this fight, what aspect of your arsenal do you think you'll, well, we will, the fans, you know, us, we will see in this fight against Cynthia? Um, I think that you'll get to just see my, you know, my overall, like, fight IQ, my mm -hmm. ability to showcase, like, how skilled I really am. And, you know, I feel like I got my jab back. I feel like I got I got um, some of these injuries I dealt with that manipulated my fight style. Um, I feel I feel somewhat sense of like my old my old self back. So I think my striking will just be far superior. You fought in the UFC, you know, for many years now. And comfortability is something that's massive and, and, and it builds confidence. Do you feel like you're still getting more comfortable in the octagon or is it just something that, is it about adaptation when you get in there? I don't know. I think it's forever changing, but yeah, I do. I, I think that every single time I'm a little bit more comfortable with the, the process and the more that I do it close together, the more that I feel like it's like, it's not like I haven't like been there. So it seems like, you know, kind of like that stale, energy or that weirdness you know just like getting there and 
of being somewhere new. Like, I feel like it's, it, it wears off, but at the same time, like, you know, I'm, I'm lucky I've had two fights now in Vegas. So I'm very fortunate for that. And I, and I feel very blessed to be able to have that. Yeah. It, it must be a huge blessing to be in Vegas, train in Vegas, have I the PI here. and then fight in Vegas. Yeah. And, and like literally live here. Like I have everything mm. I need. So it's, it's pretty, it's pretty awesome. Do you like the weather, the, the desert weather? It, it's got its pros and cons. You know, it's it, 100 degrees is hard to, to deal with. But when the weather's great here, it's great. You know what I mean? So, like, it's nothing like Ohio, and I, and I can respect that. I see that, you know, you on social media, you are active, but it's not like some other fighters. They're on there every day, you know, posting all the time. Um, how do you stay away from being immersed in social media? Because, you know, even just regular people are so immersed into it and kind of get caught up in it. You know, I feel like I'm always spending so much time training all the time anyways, you know, and I'm always doing so much that when like my friends are around and I have a lot of cool people that I like to spend my my FaceTime with, you know, and and my actual time with. So like I feel like I social media has never ran my life, it never will. Um, unless I'm paid to be fully on it and <laughs> which I, I probably would never choose that kind of career. It's just not how I live my life, but I try to get back to the fans. You know, people want to see what I'm doing. So I try to be fair to the good people out there. And for the idiots that say things like usually I just answer with something like, you know, smart ass or condescending to them. And, and so, so it doesn't really get to me. Well, you do. So you do read some of the comments then. Yeah, of course. They're funny. Sometimes they're hilarious. I'm like, I just laugh them off. I'm like, God, who is this guy or girl on the other end of this? Like, sometimes they misconstrue things and things yeah. I couldn't even understand how they misconstrue. But, you know, content can be taken out of context at times. So, yeah, it seems like people read what you write the way that they want to read it. They want they kind yeah. of perceive it their way. Mm hmm. Always. And that's and I'm I'm guilty of that, too. You know mm. what I mean? Like. Sometimes you don't know if someone says like, okay, or like, okay, you know what I mean? Like there's, it's really challenging. So like, again, it's, it's hard to take it serious when I don't really know the person, you know, or I, I don't really understand unless they put like a kind emoji or something, or usually if they're being a smart ass, they'll put like a laughing face. So then I know they're being a smart ass. The past couple of years, women's MMA has blown up. It's crazy right now. You know, you're main eventing versus Cynthia. So it shows you that it's it's getting bigger and bigger. The mm -hmm. earlier this year there was a fight, uh UFC two forty eight, Zhang Wailei versus Joanna Jenjacek. They went to war. It was probably one of the greatest fights of all time. Not just women's MMA. What did you think of that yeah. matchup? It was awesome. I thought it was really, really good. I I enjoyed it. Like I sometimes suck as a as a fight fan. Um, so I, I really enjoyed watching that fight. I really thought it was fun. I really thought they, it was just a fun fight. It was sweet. It's mm -hmm. awesome to see women doing so well. What did you think of the, the hematoma on the forehead? That was pretty insane. Yeah. I remember who that happened to Mark Homnick years previously. Yeah. yeah I think right. it was, I mean, it happens. It's fighting. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? I'm sure it happens under football helmets and mm -hmm. pads and, you know, like things like that happen that we don't get to see, you know, when it's physical contact. So. Looking for the fans, they got to see some crazy stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, with uh, Zhang Wailei, you know, she's the first Chinese champion, and, and I'm out in Asia, you know, so I want to ask you about her. Do you see her staying at the top for a long time, or are there a lot of dangerous contenders in that division, you believe? I think in general, the new age MMA fighters being developed, 
So these young girls that, you know, were teenagers five years ago that started watching the UFC when Ronda was around, there's more of them now. So there's the younger generation. We're going to have to, you know, be worried about them. These girls are going to be really good. They'll train longer than us, you know? So um, let's hoping that Lee has done a great job to inspire young girls to do big things there. And as well as, you know, show, just showcase that it doesn't matter where, who, or what, like, what your position is in life, you you can be an amazing fighter if that's what you choose to be. So, I mean, she showcased that. So it's it's spectacular. And it's awesome to have, like, a first-time champ. You know, in the UFC doing a PI there, like, it's it's awesome. It's just showing how much our sport's growing and how much we, we have to gain. Um, one last thing before I let you go. Actually, two more things. Sug 15, what submission do you want to pull off against your opponent? Oh, man, if I could get another standing arm triangle, that would be awesome. <laughs> you know, another standing arm triangle would just be absolutely incredible. Um, so, yeah, standing arm triangle. I'll be I'll be watching for that. Then, uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, uh, there's, you know, many different types of competitors in uh, in in this sport. There's usually two categories. There's the, the martial artist or there's the prize fighter. Where do you fit in? I think I'm a little bit of both. I really do. I feel like I'm a prize fighter. I feel like I'm an OG in this sport. And I feel like I always come bringing something, bringing either in, like some type of enjoyment, entertainment. Um, so I, I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm kind of both. I, I don't know. I feel like I'm still working into to that person. You know, we've seen people who just came in and then turn into these fantastic prize fighters that, you know, are just making the money, you know, create just it's for the money fights. And then, you got the other martial artists, you know, who enjoy the boxing, you know, understand like the fight IQ and just showcase that. Go, going back to the the question that I had, and you mentioned the the younger generation, and you're in the position as a veteran. When you see like uh, the veterans right now, they're beating all the prospects. Have you been noticing that trend? It is. It's and it's crazy, right? Like, because I I think that we're again we're seeing it both ways. We're seeing. Mm -hmm newbies be vets and we're seeing vets come back and be like just re you know invigorate their careers and just turn it around so again it's like this is a crazy time in fighting it's like when you turn a pro you have to be ready for anything you know to come your way and be ready for any kind of opportunity so yeah it's it's a it's a crazy time right now all right well june 13th las vegas main event ufc i don't even know what it's called it's ufc fight night I yeah, versus Calvillo, right? I said. Like, I don't even know what it is. It's UFC I versus Calvillo. That's what it is. But that's kind of dope, right? That's kind of cool, right? Your name is in the event. Yeah, I just think, like, when ESPN, like, starts showing, like, ESPN Classic Channel, like, yeah. years from now when we're on there and they're talking about this UFC card, pandemic, like, talking about the whole time, you know, like, we'll be one of those fights. So I'm, I'm pretty jacked about that. All right, Jessica, thank you so much for the time. Uh, Enjoy the fight and uh, good luck Thank on everything you. that's going in your life inside and outside the cage. Thank you so much. I truly appreciate it. We'll talk soon.